Rend your heart and not your garments, and turn unto the Lord your God. For he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness, and repenteth him of evil. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 68, beginning on page 419. Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. Let them also that hate him flee before him. Like as the smoke vanisheth, so shalt thou drive them away. And like as wax melteth at the fire, so let the ungodly perish at the presence of God. But the, let the righteous be glad and rejoice before God. Let them also be merry and joyful. O sing unto God, and sing praises unto his name. Magnify him that rideth upon the heavens. Praise him in his name, Jah, and rejoice before him. He is a father of the fatherless, and defendeth the cause of the widows, even God in his holy habitation. He is the God that maketh men to be of one mind in an house and bringeth the prisoners out of captivity, but letteth the runagates continue in scarceness. O God, when thou wentest forth before the people, when thou wentest through the wilderness. The earth shook, and the heavens dropped at the presence of God, even as Sinai also was moved at the presence of God, who is the God of Israel. Thou, O God, sentest a gracious rain upon thine inheritance and refreshest it when it was weary. Thy congregation shall dwell therein, for thou, O God, hast of thy goodness prepared for the poor. The Lord gave the word. Great was a company of women that bare the tidings. Kings with their armies did flee, and were discomfited, and they of the household divided the spoil. Though ye have lain among the sheepfolds, yet shall ye be as the wings of a dove that is covered with silver wings, and her feathers like gold. When the Almighty scattered kings for their sake, 
Then were they as white as snow in Zaman. As the hills of Bashan, so is God's hill, even a high hill as a hill of Bashan. Why mock ye so, ye high hills? This is God's hill, in the which it pleaseth him to dwell. Yea, the Lord will abide in it forever. The chariots of God are twenty thousand, even thousands of angels. And the Lord is among them as in the holy place of Sinai. Thou art gone up on high. Thou hast led captivity captive, and received gifts from men. Yea, even from thine enemies, that the Lord God might dwell among them. Praise be the Lord daily, even the God who helpeth us and poureth his benefits upon us. He is our God, even the God of whom cometh salvation. God is the Lord, by whom we escape death. God shall wound the head of his enemies, and the hairy scalp of such as one as goeth on still in his wickedness. The Lord hath said, I will bring my people again, as I did from Bashan. Mine own will I bring again, as I did sometime from the deep of the sea. That thy foot may be dipped in the blood of thine enemies, and that the tongue of thy dogs may be read through the same. It is well seen, O God, how thou goest, how thou, my God and King, goest in the sanctuary. The singers go before, the minstrels follow after in the midst of the damsels playing with the timbrels. Give thanks unto God the Lord in the congregation, ye that are of the fountain of Israel. There is little Benjamin their ruler, and the princes of Judah their council, the princes of Zebulon, and the princes of Naphtali. Thy God hath sent forth strength for thee. Establish the thing, O God, that thou hast wrought in us. For thy temple's sake at Jerusalem, so shall kings bring presents unto thee. Rebuke thou the dragon and the bull, with the leaders of the heathen, so that they humbly bring pieces of silver. Scatter thou the peoples that delight in war. Then shall the princes come out of Egypt. The Morian's land shall soon stretch out her hands unto God. Sing unto God, O ye kingdoms of the earth. O sing praises unto the Lord who sitteth in the heavens over all from the beginning. Lo, he doth send out his voice, yea, in that a mighty voice. Ascribe ye the power to God over Israel. His worship and strength is in the clouds. O God, wonderful art thou in thy holy places. Even the God of Israel, he will give strength and power unto his people. Blessed be God. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 22nd verse of the 32nd chapter of Genesis. And he arose that night, and took his two wives, his two maidservants, and his eleven sons, and crossed over the ford of Jabbok. He took them, sent them over the brook, and sent over what he had. Then Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until the breaking of day. Now when he saw that he had, did not prevail against him, he touched the socket of his hip, and the socket of Jacob's hip was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And he said, Let me go, for the day breaks. But he said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. So he said to him, What is your name? And he said, Jacob. 
And he said, Your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel, for you have struggled with God and with men and have prevailed. Then Jacob asked him, saying, Tell me your name, I pray. And he said, Why is it that you ask about my name? And he blessed him there. And Jacob called the name of the place Peniel, for I have seen God face to face, and my life is preserved. Just as he crossed over Penuel, the sun rose on him, and he limped on his hip. Here endeth the first lesson. Blessed art thou, Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 15th chapter of the ninth, 15th verse of the ninth chapter of 1 Corinthians. But I have used none of these things, nor have I written these things, that it should be done so to me. For it would be better for me to die than that anyone should make my boasting void. For if I preach the gospel, I have nothing to boast of, for necessity is laid upon me. Yes, woe is me if I do not preach the gospel. For if I do this willingly, I have a reward. But if against my will, I have been entrusted with a stewardship. What is my reward then? That when I preach the gospel, I may present the gospel of Christ without charge that I may not abuse my authority in the gospel. For though I am free from all men, I have made myself a servant to all, that I might win the more. And to the Jews I became as a Jew, that I might win Jews. To those who are under the law, as under the law, that I might win those who are under the law. To those who are without law, as without law, not being without law toward God, but under law toward Christ, that I might win those who are without law. To the weak I became as weak, that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all men, that I might by all means save some. Now this I do for the gospel's sake, that I may be partaker of it with you. Do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may obtain it. And everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a perishable crown, but we for an imperishable crown. Therefore I run thus, not with certainty. Thus I fight, not as one who beats the air. But I discipline my body and bring it into subjection, lest, when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. Here endeth the second lesson. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, 
that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. We beseech thee, Almighty God, look upon the hearty desires of thy humble servants and stretch forth the right hand of thy majesty to be our defense against all our enemies, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent. Create making us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthy lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of thee the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall to no sin, neither run into any kind of danger. 
but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. We have that very cryptic story in Genesis where um, Jacob is returning from his sojourn uh, to, to get a wife and multiply his family and, and he's coming back. He's going to meet Esau. There's all sorts of forebodings there. And he has this encounter with a man and it's cryptic on a few different levels. One that, um, well, he eventually says, you know, I've seen God and, and I've lived, but clearly um, it's not God, God, in the sense that the story is not trying to tell us that Jacob can wrestle God to a standstill in, in the death, you know, uh, but, but it's, it's sort of a, uh, a story that sort of sums up Jacob's life. Um, he's wrestling with this, this maybe, you know, it's an angelic visitor for God or whatever, how, how we conceive of it. The other cryptic thing is the, the, the visitor says, you got to let me go because it's almost day. And there's some sort of, you know, folklorish ideas of, of, of spirits that can't come out in the daytime. They got to go away before the sun rises, which has some characteristics to it that just are kind of interesting in the story. But um, clearly the wrestling with the man is meant to epitomize Jacob's wrestling with Esau for his birthright. Uh, to get the blessing, the whole extended episode with Laban wrestling for the for the his you know the 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 Leah and Rachel and how that came about. Who's had a long he's wrestled he's he's always manipulating struggling going back to the time when he held on to the heel of his brother coming out of the womb, and uh, so he's wrestled with God and man and and has prevailed, which is interesting. So he's you know he he's coming back into. The, the, the promise that he was given um, that was made remember to Rebecca at the very beginning that he would be preeminent. And so it's, it's a story that sort of sums up Jacob's life of wrestling. Um, it does, <clears throat> does beg the question whether that wrestling was essential to the blessing he would receive or that there was a way he could have, uh, you know, been a little bit more faithful and compliant to the word of God and, and God would have done it his way. And there's a certain contrast then with it, with our New Testament lesson where St. Paul and <clears throat> his behavior towards the Corinthians, he's talking about the reason um, he received some criticism because he didn't take any money from them. And uh, uh, the idea that, that um, he, he's using that not because not there are other apostles, quote unquote, in Corinth who are trying to win converts for themselves over and against the, the gospel and the church that Paul is planting. And Paul is saying, I'm not taking any money so I can say that I'm free. He, 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 was, he was doing that to have a, a higher standing in relationship to the Corinthian people. And, um, and he's saying he's, he, he's, he's free to do this and he, he's free to, to um, behave in whatever way is possible for the furtherance of the gospel to to fulfill the um, the calling that he has been given, <clears throat> and and it's it's just interesting in the contrast that Jacob um, had very controlling, manipulative behavior to get exactly what he wanted, and and so it's almost that God works through Jacob in spite of himself, that God's will prevails out, which is a continuous biblical narrative that despite the 
these sort of self-centered and bad choices of the human beings God has chosen, God works through them to accomplish his will. But in St. Paul, we have a more thorough surrender to the will and the trusting that God will work through his surrender, even though it's not going to get the immediately visible results that St. Paul needs. Paul is going to trust it. So we have more of the the sort of the modality of, of the incarnation, even the Annunciation, which you have this Friday, which is, Behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word, which is, I have no idea how this is going to work out, but God has said it will be so, so I'm going to be obedient and trust him. Whereas the Jacob thing was, I've been, this promise has been made to me, and now I better really work hard to make it come path, to pass the way I, it was told. And it's kind of sometimes the way we wrestle, trying to accomplish the will of God through our own control and manipulations versus the idea of surrender and trusting in God's sovereignty. And that kind of ties into the psalm, let God arise, those enemies be scattered, that God fights for us. And, and, the, and the trust is that if we surrender fully to the will of God, hearing his voice, doing what he calls us to do, God will, through the various you know, changes and chances of life, accomplishes will in and through our faith versus accomplishing his will in and through our control and manipulation of all the events. And so there's just a little bit of a contrast there uh, to reflect on in today's lessons. So a few thoughts on today's lessons. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. That it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we 